Well, this is the old trailblazer riding out again on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. This week is just shot by. We need to get home later on today and get back to the get you back to the barn and get you some fresh hay and some cool water. And old trailblazer go inside and maybe get a cup of coffee and a piece of pie. And uh, isn't that the grace, my friend, that we can be out on the road all the week giving out the gospel? The old trailblazer, that's the aim and purpose of the old trailblazer, is to get out the gospel to a lost and dying world. Do you know anybody that wants to be saved? I don't hardly know anybody. Very few folks now want to be. Satan has taken over this world lock, stock, and barrel. My friend, everywhere you turn, Satan is in control. Yes, ma'am, he's in control. I don't, I don't deny that, but uh, every child born into this world is a child of Satan, goes astray as soon as he be born, and when he gets into the age of accountability, he's, uh, Satan is his, uh, oh, I, whatever. I, I told somebody the other day, if you married to an unsaved lady, a woman, Satan is your father-in-law. Did you know that? Or, lady, if you married to an unsaved man, he's your father-in-law. But we bring you to this study. And I'll see how fast the week has gone by Friday to hear right up on us. And I'm going to turn old Dan loose in the barn now and go on in the house myself. But I want to finish up this study next few minutes. And then we'll be back next week with another study on uh, Holy Spirit conviction. Greatest thing that ever happens to an individual up to this point is to be awakened. The greatest thing that ever happens to you is to be saved. S-A-V-E-D. Do you mind saying that? Do you ever go in the mirror in the bathroom and look in that mirror and say, am I saved? I ask these old truckers. I got truckers that write me and say they listen to me on the road. And I ask them, look in that big old mirror on the side of that old trailer, old tractor out there. Look in that mirror and say, am I saved? If I don't get home tonight, will I go to hell or go to heaven? What is it? Which? Well, you ever ask yourself those? But I, I tell my folks oftentimes here, look in that mirror in the bathroom. You all got a big mirror there, especially you ladies. And just say, am I saved? Lord, am I saved? Have, have I been washed in the blood? Is Christ real to my heart? I wish you'd do that just for the old trailblazer. Folks write me and say they love the old trailblazer and all that. But would you, if you love me, would you do that? My greatest ambition is to see you saved. I don't want you on no false profession. I don't want you shaking some preacher's hand and thinking that's salvation. That's Satan's work, my friend. Oh, I know, and I know it all together because I've been there and I've seen those things. But let's go back. This poor soul that we've been talking about is under the curse and guilt of penalty and penalty of sin that he's afraid to cross the street or the road lest he should wake up in hell. Sometimes the sinner under Holy Spirit conviction may be so terrified standing in the presence of God under judgment that he may border on distraction and sometimes he may approach to the very brink of despair. And you may think the sinner is going to lose his mind. Where do you see him? Listen, where do you see him and witness to man frustrated let me go back and say that again where do you see and witness the man uh, the, the man infestation of, of the Holy Spirit look in the Holy Spirit convicting under the pressure of day preach of present day preaching that's what we're trying to say do you hear see anything of Holy Spirit conviction 
in your church that you go to, you know the biggest part of people do go to church by uh, even though we don't understand it. But a lot of folks don't. I talked to a friend of mine in London, England. He says hardly anybody over there goes to church once it was a bastion of good old sound preaching under Brother Spurgeon. And then in Canada, I saw in the paper where a lot of the big old churches are closing up the churches and making condos out of them because nobody's coming. That's, that's another story for another day. Listen, my friend, you may say, I don't believe in such Holy Spirit conviction for salvation. My positive answer to you is, you're not seeing folks saved unless you do. You may witness a lot of addition to the church by baptism, by shaking the preacher's hand, by making a profession of faith without possession, and you're leading folks to into a religious life without Christ, making you a two-four more a child of hell than you were. Let me say again, let me say again, to miss Holy Spirit conviction is to go to hell without warning. To go to hell without warning, my friend, oh Lord. Under such Holy Spirit conviction, the sinner desires to break loose from sin and begins to struggle with the power of sin in his life. The sinner finds he cannot conquer. He comes to the place he cannot prevent or believe. No, he can't repent or believe. He struggles against the power of Satan but finds himself more entangled in Satan's net. According to Second Timothy, Timothy 2.26. He comes to realize he is a prisoner of Satan, taken captive by him at his will. He comes to find out that his own, to his own horror, he is a free only to do evil, to wander farther and farther from the living God, finds himself the servant of sin, a son, of a, a son and a prisoner of Satan, according to John 8.44. He finds himself helpless to one to do one thing about that situation. Now, let's sum it up in these words. The sinner finds himself a sinner by nature, entirely wrong, lost without Christ, with no covering for his sin. He realizes he's under the judgment of God and appointed unto death. He finds himself guilty, guilty and says amen to his own condemnation. He realizes that he ought to go to hell and that God would be just in sending him there. He stands before God naked, stripped, helpless, hopeless to save himself. Therefore, according to Psalms 107.27, he comes to his wit's end and sees that his only hope is Christ. What a gracious place to be brought to, my friend. You can't come there on your own. It's only the work of the Holy Spirit. You ought to thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit. If he's dealing with your heart at all, if it's just a, a glimpse of what you are, turn to the Holy Spirit. Yes, you can turn to him. You can pray to the Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, help me. Lord Jesus Christ, help me, please. The sinner coming to his wit's end, realizing that Christ is his only hope, and he cries out, O oh, wretched man that I am. He may not say that out loud, 
He may be on the back 40 cutting baling hay. He may be on the job driving piling in, in a, one of these great old plants here in South Louisiana. Or he may be selling shrimp on the, on the, uh, on the bay, bay, uh, right there on the edge of the, the uh, lake down there. Or crabs, whatever. We have so much here in Louisiana, my friend. But you may be doing that. Nobody knows what's going on in your heart. But underneath it all, you're crying, Lord, help. You know what Peter prayed? Old Peter was in a boat there, and the Lord was over there in another boat or standing on the water. He said, Lord, bid me come. And the Lord said, well, come. Come on. And old Peter stepped out of that boat just walking across there like you would, like he had good sense. But he happened to look down, and them waves were boisterous and rolling and clapping up and down. And old Peter began to sink. And he got down to his waist and his belt. He said, Lord, help. Did you know that could be your only prayer? It covers everything. Lord, help. You know, you could pray, Lord, help the old trailblazer. He's just a poor old soul. 93 years old, creeping around like I don't know what. But he's still bringing the message, Pastor. Lord, Lord, help the old trailblazer, his health to stay, stay somewhat uh, okay. Would you do that, Lord? Thank you, Lord. And get him back in the pulpit, behind the pulpit here, oftentimes along with the other brethren. But, Lord, would you help the old trailblazer? I, 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 I pray for you folks. Would you pray for me? Would you pray for me? Come see me. And then let me ask you this. Are you interested in getting out the gospel? These messages that we bring is the truth, my friend. They're the truth. Truth of God's Word. Nothing, there's no error in God's Word. There's no mistakes. No, sir. Ever jot and ever tittle, my friend, is true in God's Word. And I praise the Lord for it. Oh, but the prayer was, Oh, Lord, help. Oh, Lord, be merciful to me. The sinner, he sees his only hope is that Christ died and he died for him. His soul begins to hunger after the Lord. There is a desire in his heart to be saved above everything else. His one desire is, oh, where shall I find him? He cares for nothing else. Everything's been taken away. All those things he thought so much of. Now he passes by the other side of the road like the good Samaritan. Oh, my friend, listen. He is one that's dead. Dead dead to everything he has given up his friends or they've given up him given up everything he held dear and according to luke fourteen thirty three, he's forsaken everything in his heart he has lost all desire for the world because he sees that it's all under the judgment of god he cares for nothing else <coughs> the lord has brought him this far the holy spirit has Judgment of God. Listen, now he knows he's under the judgment of God. Cares for nothing because the door of hope is shut and he sees no way out unless God. Oh, our Lord, our gracious Lord, would have mercy upon him and save him for Christ's sake, my friend. He is not one who sits down and resigns himself to go to hell. No, sir. Salvation is not a passive something. It's active. The Lord told a man at the pool, take up thy bed and walk. Take up thy bed and walk. 
another passage of scripture that the old trailblazer loves and often speaks about it but not here in this message but that lady take that woman taken in adultery those fellas pastor shelton used to say that a hundred baptist preachers brought her and throwed her down there naked in front of the lord and told him to deal with her and he said woman who who hath condemned thee and she said no man lord he said neither do i go and sin no more and that's what the lord told me trailblazer pastor pendarvis go and sin no more thy sins be washed away under the blood of jesus safe in the shepherd's fold under the blood of jesus safe though the ages roll safe though the stars may crumble safe may the more the stars may fall under the blood of jesus safe safe from all condemnation go and sin no more sinner the lord is not condemned he said no man condemned you lord sinner that lady got up and went about her business a, re, a new christian in christ going about now with the, the streets giving out the gospel giving out the gospel like every other sinner like old zacchaeus climbed that tree the lord said come down zacchaeus i must abide at thy house today Oh, my friend, he, I think he burnt the bark off of that tree coming down. Listen, coming to a close, this is the old trailblazer. Post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number, area code 225-664-8658. Call me and write me. My email address is pastor at radiomission.org. And go there to our website. I have a brand new website. It's got the same numbers as ever radiomission.org but got new material there that you might enjoy seeing and would you write me help me with the broadcast just a little oh my friend I appreciate it and we love every one of you and appreciate what you do helping get out the gospel goodbye and God bless you Radio Missions now offers flash drives containing broadcasts and messages delivered by founding pastor L.R. Sheldon Sr., Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and brother Freddie Murdoch, plus music by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information, call 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 